Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. The R-squared version of Tom Likas, where we wrap ourselves in the flag of truth, justice, and the corporate American way. Now, I have a great interview coming up, Mr. Jack Goble, the only living descendant of Joseph Goebbels. He's the chief media advisor for the White House and corporate broadcasters, including yours truly. Now, we're going to be talking like this. So, how about those Jews? Are you pissed off about the Jews? What are your thoughts and views about the Jews, niggers, and queers? Did it really piss you off the Jews, niggers, and queers? Give me a call here to Sean Hannity Show and tell me about your hatred for the Jews, niggers, and queers. Rex in the village, hello. Sean. Go ahead, caller. Amuse me. You stood me up last night, you bitch. Break. I was all break. ready for you. Break, 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 break. Break, break, for a break. <sighs> How'd that get on the air? He didn't tell me. Is that how you screen call? I, uh, I, hey. Well, if that happens again, I'll kill you and blame it on Clint. Yeah, I didn't know you were. Well, how long you think I'd have this gig if anybody knew? Well, Uber true. right, my friend. That's what corporate wants. I'm a registered Democrat, too, but corporate has business before the White House, and they're paying to deliver the message. And I'm a whore. Let's face it. We're all whores. You're listening to The Brit Summers Show. supposed to feel bad about that i don't know i made that bit uh in 2005 right after uh, hurricane katrina uh where she said these people are a lot better off uh, in the fema camps than where they came from or something like that i paraphrase because i don't i don't really want to know the exact quote i know it was a, a bigoted reference uh to the black community in new orleans and for all i know they cut out the part where she said those little colored people Uh, So why should I feel bad about some bitch who spawned a plague upon the United States? 
with four of the most corrupt. Oh, but do, do, do I have to remind you about Silverado Savings and Loan? Oh, oh, but you're so mean. She did lots of good. No, she didn't do any good things. Anyway, this is the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Yeah, I should get that out of the way. See, I, I started on my rant too early. I don't know what, what, it is, what is it that uh, my memory gets me in trouble. Uh, because uh, I have clear, vivid recollections of what happened to this country, and everybody else uh, seems to just uh, mosey along, and oh, forget about that. Oh, don't bring that up again. It will never happen in this country. Oh, by the way, did I mention Scooter Libby? There's somebody I, I didn't think I'd be bringing up in this. Here's a funny thing. A couple of months ago, I was just pouring through my comedy bits, see what I could use on the show, and there was... <laughs> <laughs> there was a Scooter Libby bit. And I'm like, well, there's something I'm not going to use anymore. I tell you, <laughs> it's like the more things stay the same, the more uh, opportunity I get to uh, retread all the uh, comedy I did during the Bush administration. Pretty much it's, that's what he stocked the White House with is uh, old Bush rejects. But getting back to uh, Scooter Libby, not to be confused with Skeeter Davis, he was behind exposing one of our top secret agents, Valerie Plame. Of course, you have Fox News, online right-wing sites, and, and Sinclair Broadcasting, right-wing talk show hosts, justifying uh, exposing our Secret Service agents in the Middle East. And thereby, and we never found out, but uh, you can uh, be pretty sure that a lot of other people died. Uh, a lot of their uh, undercover operations were uh, uncovered. And uh, you know what happens then. So I would go as far as saying that Scooter Libby is responsible for the deaths of untold numbers of our Secret Service personnel. So why does this uh, Donnie the Dumbass, why does he pardon him? Very simple answer. John Bolton. Yeah, John Bolton, that, that was his buddy. He thought it was a good idea to expose our Secret Service agents in the Middle East. Anything to and John Bolton also thought. Well, here's a good diversion. We can uh, we can uh, throw some bombs at Syria. We don't need a target. Just look at uh, some abandoned uh, airfields like you did last year. And, and oh, and speaking of that, uh, Fareed Zakaria, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean the next last year after they bombed an empty airfield, uh, you said. Well, now he looks like a president. Now he is very presidential. And then they did this thing last week, doing exactly the same thing. And you said exactly the same thing. Well, now he looks very presidential. What's wrong with you? I don't know. No wonder you got fired. It wasn't because of something you said on the air. You must be a real prick to work with. What a, what a, what a, what a moron. Jesus. And he's on my side. See, when you talk about fair and balanced, that's me. Two, three, four, more bombs drop. Five, six, seven, eight, more bombs drop. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, more bombs drop. We're gonna drop the bombs around the clock. We're gonna drop them bombs and make them dead. Blow that rag right off their head. We're gonna bomb around the clock tonight. We're gonna bomb, 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 knock out their lights. We're gonna bomb, gonna bomb around the clock
some bombs, so have a blast. We're gonna shove that all up your ass. We're gonna bomb around the clock tonight. We're gonna bomb, 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 knock out their lights. We're gonna bomb, gonna bomb around the clock tonight. Yeah, mission accomplished. No, it's not a uh, rerun of my show from uh, one year ago, but we're uh, witnessing a rerun of what happened a year ago uh, with the bombing of sand and abandoned uh, airfields. Uh, 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 the same strat- same diversionary tactics to any thinking observer of what's been going on. I mean, obviously, Putin is good pals with Assad, and, uh, and now there's a, the, uh, there's a question on whether or not he did or did not gas his people. <laughs> He did. He gas. Well, he gasses people on a regular basis. So does Putin. Uh, they don't. Uh, I don't even think the Geneva Convention exists anymore. Uh, the Nazis in World War II, and uh, even uh, Japan. I don't think they used chemical warfare. World War One, they did mustard gas. But lately, uh, chemical warfare is just uh, another day accepted uh, form of. Uh, Warfare that just uh, just people up and down the street. You look up the street, you look down the street, and people are like, huh, look at that. What was that a few years ago? No, not a few years ago, about 10 years ago now. Putin gassed uh, an entire movie theater. People watching a nice movie. Uh, he had the doors locked and he uh, poured gas into I guess for no other reason than he wanted to see how it worked. Uh, this is uh, Vlad Putin, who is now uh, pulling the strings in the, in the Oval Office. But the Republicans will have you think that uh, everything's fine. And we have a great man up there in that office uh, who has great big balls. And look what he did. He bombed uh, an empty airstrip again. That obviously Putin uh, gave him the information about said, do not worry. We will take care of this. We've got this. And then Nikki, no, I am not a Sikh Indian. Haley, she embarrassed her ass in front of the whole wide world uh, because uh, she said, oh, we're going to impose sanctions. And then a day later, uh, Trump said no, because Putin said no. No. I know, no. <laughs> Where did I find that out? The Israeli Secret Service. I think they know something. They're, they're a little bit different than Fox News or Hannity. Or, oh, speaking of insanity, Hannity. And if there's any son of a bitch in a whole wide world who deserves to get taken down, who spent his career, an entire career, $40 million worth of lies, claiming to be a journalist. He's nothing but a propaganda boy doing what he's told. And they pay him good money for it to obey. And speaking of obey, we'll issue you the orders and uh, you uh, march to him and uh, obey. The Democratic Party. <laughs> wow, the... Uh the pushback I'm getting on Phil Levine. Yeah, but, yeah, but, boo, 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 boo. Let me say this. <clears throat> it's still uh, at the top of the show. Let me say this up front. And here's where I stand. Although I'm sitting at the, at the moment. Uh, we have before us, and I'm going to have a couple of them on the show. Uh, maybe, maybe a few. I don't know. Uh, but one's uh, David Walker's running for ag commissioner. He's... Yeah. <laughs> A biologist. He's probably the most qualified agriculture commissioner we'll ever have in this state. He's running for office. And uh, Ryan Torres, who's, uh, I hope I'm saying the name right, uh, 33-year-old dynamic consumer protection attorney. He is running for AG for uh, that disgusting slob Pam Bondi's job. By the way, Pam Bondi, she uh, didn't make the, she didn't pass the audition at Fox News. <laughs> you got chubby, Pam. 
You got a little too chubby there. You're not. You don't have the same figure you had when you were the uh, you were playing stewardess on the party plane to the Bahamas. Little party girl Pam Bondi. Well, she's termed out, so it may not be such a tough uh, race. Uh, well, I, uh, I forget who the Republicans are running, but I'm going to have uh, Ryan on the show uh, to discuss this, and we're going to be all the better for it if he gets that uh, attorney general spot. Uh, also. Everybody's who, who's heard. I'm talking about the state of Florida. I'm sorry if I'm getting local because uh, it's an international show. But let me get this off my ample chest. Uh, the goober notorial race. We've got very good candidates running. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's no such thing as purity in politics. They all got problems. But as uh, goober notorial candidates go, we got a couple of good ones. Uh, Andy Gillum, who I like a lot. And uh, Gwen Graham who I don't like so much, but she, she would, they would both be good governors for this state and they would reopen the film office so they could bring film production back here. And I don't know why Scott closed it to begin with, but he killed off all the film production in Florida. Uh, And it all went to Atlanta and believe it or not, Texas. They got billions and billions of dollars worth of, of film revenue there that we lost because of Rick Scott for no apparent reason. <laughs> I guess, oh, it's entertainment. It's got nothing to do with, uh, I guess. I don't know. But it was a billion-dollar industry here. And there were a lot of shows taken off that uh, stopped. There was one called The Everglades, NCIS uh, Miami, I think. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Magic City. Where is that drop? Magic City! In Magic City, which uh, stars is canceled anyway, but they filmed that here. These were uh, high dollar productions. Can't say Dexter because Dexter was uh, that was stock that was library footage. <laughs> it was filmed in California. But yeah, either one of those candidates will bring or reopen the uh, uh, film office. Why? Because what's the big deal with it? Shouldn't have been closed to be- begin with. Uh, but so I'm hearing. But Phil Phil Levine's running on this. Comrade Phil Levine is running on opening the film office, as if the other ones aren't going to open it. They will, and he's also the the environmental candidate, Phil Levine. For everyone listening outside of the state of Florida, Phil Levine is a. Uh, you, you talk about collusion. Uh, he's good friends with in Russia. Uh, a, a Russian oil oligarch who in Russia, his name was Leonid Brovotnik. But he got a, a British citizenship and an American citizenship. And if you're a billionaire oligarch, how hard is that to do? So now they call him Lenny. Lenny Blavotnik, how are you? Yeah, he's just one of us now. <laughs> and the name of the pack that they set up for Levine, that the Blavotnik set up for him, is called... All about Florida. It certainly is. It's all about how they're going to manipulate everything in their, to their advantage. All about Florida. That's right. It's all about Florida. And not all of them. I mean, there's a lot of Democrats that agree with them. I'm finding out now. But uh, the, uh, the uninformed ones, the ones that watch TV commercials, I'm going to watch a TV commercial. And a TV commercial will tell me what to think. I will formulate my thoughts based on what I see on the TV. If it's on TV, it must be true. Those are the Democrats I'm having a problem with. 
I was, I mean, I was about to quit. Uh, I was ready to resign from one of these Democratic clubs. I couldn't take it. They don't pay me anything. They did. If they paid me, I'd, I'd figure out a way to, to work around. But they don't pay me a goddamn thing. So why stay? So uh, it, it turns out, I, and I didn't want to go to one of the meetings. I went ahead anyway, and it turns out, uh, well, uh, I'm not in such bad shape uh, at all. In fact, I got a little promotion there. I got a little uh, little zets. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I wind up with a, a bigger workload uh, for nothing. But the other one I, I may resign from still. Uh, just because it's become, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, uh, I want to join the uh, Progressive Democratic Caucus. That's caucus, but I say caucus because it rhymes with skakus. That's fine. So this uh, this Comey thing, I did not remember that, and now I used to do uh, political commentary bits whenever I was actually getting paid for it. And when I did the Martha Stewart stuff, I didn't. Maybe I didn't even pay attention to that part. But it was James Comey who successfully prosecuted Martha Stewart for insider trading. Speaking of insider trading, I just mentioned Nikki Haley. That's how she made her money. You got. How do you become a millionaire as a water utilities commissioner? And uh, how's that happen? How do you go from water utilities commissioner? <laughs> I don't know. Because there is nothing good, nothing good about Republicans. Nothing good at all. And their platforms and their uh, goals and their ideals and all, it's to make life worse. It's to make your life miserable. And uh, the uh, crackers who vote Republican all the time, uh, they like that. They like being miserable. Why? Because you have Fox News in place, all the right-wing websites in place, and you have Sinclair Broadcasting in place to make you feel justified about uh, putting a hot poker up your ass. You did the right thing voting Republican, damn it. That's right. So stand up, be proud, and uh, drop dead of diabetes. Diabetes. That's what these middle-aged fat white guys with the guns and everything, that's what they're... They're suffering from diabetes. That's why they want the guns, because it makes them feel more virile, more manly, more uh, alive, because they really couldn't walk down the block without passing out. Martha, I fear you have stayed your perfect reputation. But you're still smart, all shackled up in the transport bus. I fear all of your insider information Has landed you inside the tombs Martha, you're screwed Silver handcuffs adorn your hands As they take you Good match well 
lost your giant corporation Now that it's gone We won't get tips on Braiding the lawn This is Eyewitness News. President Bush is facing a chorus of criticism this morning for commuting the prison sentence of Louis Libby. He was convicted in March of obstruction of justice, perjury, and making false statements to the FBI. This morning, the president suggested he may go even further, leaving open the possibility of a full pardon. Rule nothing in or nothing out. I'm the decider. I decide to... Um, we will do whatever is illegal. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Kathy, President Bush has opened a political can of worms. My job is to do almost anything for the Republican Party. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. twin spin heard only here on the brit summer show so here i am uh when i went into uh, i guess you could call it politics the world the world of politics there's all kinds of ideologues and uh, especially in the uh, progressive branch of the democratic party there's going to be disagreements i knew that going in but what i did not expect is that i would have to be defending myself uh in the name of the United States, because uh, we have a sworn enemy for the... And if I'm talking about this uh, too much, it's because I can't get over it. I guess you could say I'm in shock <laughs> that I find myself in a position of having to defend the United States against United States citizens who are pro-Russia. It's I guess the 1930s would be the best example when they were pro Nazi Germany uh, Americans, or was the Bund, or whatever. I think the Bund was for kids. But there were, uh, we had right-wing radio in the 1930s, although it didn't uh, catch on, but it, thank, thankfully. Uh, we had propaganda laws in place, and they got even stronger after the war. Of course, they're all gone now. There's no more propaganda. Propaganda, 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 And I might add that according to my statistics page on my GoDaddy account for my website, I have an audience in 
<laughs> of all places, Kiev, Ohio, fellas. I'm big in Kiev. <laughs> I wonder what you're listening for. What do you hope to hear on my show? Well, I'm not going to be a spy. <laughs> Your boy Phil Levine, he's uh, starting to catch fire. He's got a lot of support here from people who don't know better. So you should be uh, real happy over there in Kiev. <laughs> and while you're listening to this show, it's beyond me. But enjoy. Have a wonderful time. Because, you know, I'm a trans woman. And outside of your uh, billion-dollar export business of pornography, uh, you don't like transgenders all that much in Kiev now, do you? And uh, you can find out real easy. Just ask one who you put in a camp. But uh, don't worry. You've got Americans over here, American citizens who saying that's their version of law and order. And then at nighttime, they turn around pull my pictures up and start whacking off. What we're experiencing now is called normalization. It's probably the name of their strategy. It's probably what they call it. The normalization of Russia. Uh, they probably refer to it as integrating with uh, American society. I call it infiltrating. And this uh, Phil Levine, I saw him at the uh, Goober notorial uh, debates, and he's one slick little pish at that guy. He's little. Uh, and uh, gave very well pat rehearsed answers to all of the questions and you could see that he if you put him and Scott Walker in the same room he couldn't tell them apart uh, none of the candidates I believe their answers because once either of them uh, take office uh, and it's going to be a Democrat I don't see Putnam are you kidding I, I don't see any uh, momentum with the Republican candidates at all not at this stage Corcoran, the guy who owns uh, charter schools and, and passed his bill, 7069, the train bill to uh, privatize other schools and uh, take the money. Just take the tax dollars. Uh, yeah, he's running too. That's the Republican. And it's going to be a Democratic uh, governor. Uh, but we have four to choose from. And uh, Chris King, if I as I've said before, if you don't live in the uh, I-4 corridor of uh, Tampa and Orlando, You've never heard of Chris King, and if you ask me, he's kind of weak. He's just, uh, there's no fire in that guy's belly, so it doesn't have to be. He's a, a billionaire. And uh, Phil Levine, he's uh, damn close. He, he's a multi-multi-multi-million-millionaire. I don't think he's quite billionaire yet. He only kisses the ass of billionaire uh, oligarchs. Now, in that first debate, I would say that... Uh, Andrew Gillum, as expected, came out on top. He won that debate. Smooth, polished, charismatic. Uh, and uh, who did poorly was Gwen Graham. Gwen Graham, well, she can't hide that right-wing uh, part of her. Uh, she She's pro-fracking. She's pro-pipeline. She's uh, pro-this. Uh, not so much guns anymore. She used to be when she was a rep. 
But she, as, as uh, the Democrats like to say, <laughs> she's evolving. I don't think the guns are going to be an issue with her. But fracking and uh, fossil fuel, that will be an issue if she becomes governor. But everything else, I think she'll be okay. And the only reason I'm, I'm uh, predicting either Graham or Gillum is because Graham has the money, Graham has the power, and Gillum has the charisma. Gillum has the style. Gillum has the flesh. The only problem with Gillum is, for some parts of this state, He's not the color they like. And I don't want to mention the villages by name. And I'm starting to hear the villages. But by the way, for those who don't live in Florida, the villages is a retirement community that spans three counties. There's millions and millions of crusty, cranky old farts there who put Rick Scott in office twice. And uh, so now I'm hearing uh, through the grapevine, oh, 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 we've got uh, two or three uh, progressives. (laughs) Yeah, okay. They've got their uh, lubricated catheters uh, in place and they're watching Fox News all day and doing whatever they're told. That's how we got Rick Scott twice. Not to mention the uh, terrible job that the Democrats did uh, both those election cycles. Yeah, okay, Levine's a wealthy guy. He's worth $100 million or more. Uh, so why is he accepting? This is what you got to ask yourself. If he's so well off, why is he accepting $325,000 from the uh, uh, Blavatniks uh, with their uh, all about Florida pack. Yeah, it's all about Florida, all right. They want to bag it to uh, launder their uh, dirty cash. So let's just chalk this up to uh, ignorance, okay? Uh, I'm done with it because I remember clearly, in addition to other news stories that people conveniently forget, I remember uh, on the aircraft carrier, On any given day, we had subs surfacing to collect our garbage. Yeah, they were shadowing us to see where we go or whatever it was, but we had to be careful what we threw away in the trash. And they were thrown away in an orange bag, plastic bags, uh, the trash. Because the subs would then fall back and retrieve our trash. Hell knows what, what they would find in there, but evidently they were looking for information. This is still going on. They're shadowing our fleets all around the world. Nothing's changed because they're still an enemy of this country. Unless I missed the memo that suddenly they're a friendly ally. I mean, I know they're being normalized and American citizens enjoy that. They like normalization. They're starting to normalize Trump. I agree with Comey about that. All these tweets and all this and and the insanity and the the, uh, rages in the Oval Office. That's normal. That's supposed to be normal reasoned and well-measured responses that's no longer normal normal is acting like a rabid animal then i do think i do think that uh trump has uh, uh syphilis <laughs> with all the hookers he was banging all through his life well he was uh married 500 times and had children yeah because every time one of his wives got pregnant it was done uh, he don't like touching women that uh, had babies or ever uh, anything went through their uterus. He don't want nothing to do with that. They're, they're spoiled to this monster. So uh, that's why he was uh, philandering all the time. And uh, he could afford to do it. And then not to mention all the years and years he went on Howard Stern bragging about it. So if he, if he contracted, uh, 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 oh, and he said to Comey that he's a germaphobe, unprotected sex, well, that doesn't make you a germaphobe. And it tells me that you could have contracted uh, Krebs. You could have contracted uh, 
most of all, syphilis, because this is what the guy acts like. And I'm saying syphilis in a very early stage because it develops. Sometimes it goes fast, sometimes it goes slow. In his case, it's starting to take effect because the pressure of being the president can uh, accelerate a dis- uh, such a disease as syphilis. So I'm inclined, and despite, despite what the uh, Honorable Admiral Ronnie Jackson said, he's got syphilis. Here's my story, sad but true. Yes. About a girl called Syphilis Sue uh-huh. Had a bug and ran it around I just can't stand that slug Gave it to every guy in town FM 1470 WWNN. You have been listening to the Brit Summer Show. There's a chance I may not be on next week because, yes, the drywall guys are coming. Oh! Finally, finally. We're going to get the studio in shape. And there's going to be a lot of work involved. So I don't know if I'll have the opportunity to uh, um, get a show out this week, but I'll try. But stay tuned because you'll hear another one eventually right here on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. In the meantime, join me online for the rest of the Brit Summer Show. The only licensed transgender broadcaster licensed. Well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summer Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby. This court finds you guilty. Guilty and guilty. You'll burn for this. Burn in jail. Where is the pardon he needed the most? I can't believe this. I could actually go to jail. I'm in jail. Cause Scooter Libby is totally toast. Aw, crap. Not working for you? Damn right. They said he's guilty all the way. He lied and now he's gonna pay. And we just need to see him gone. Ta-ta, <laughs> He sold us a lie just to get us to war. The whole story was a complete lie. Halliburton sky high while we're getting poor. Now we'll never be able to afford my lip injections. 
Bush and Cheney must have been high To think we let them ruin our lives And we just need to see them gone Libby had a bad day Scooter's going down Gave the fans a song But they figured it out You did what you were told Cheney said to lie They're all going down Cause they outed that spy You led us astray With nuclear lies You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Oh, yeah, on FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, Stitcher, Patreon, TuneIn, and the Brit Summer Show.com. Just as an aside, because uh, I'm getting too heavy throughout this show, I just want to lighten it up. There is a, uh, it's not a TV show, it's a 10 part mini, and it's on uh, AMC that I really like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're into that type of a story, it's called The Terror. And the title of the show is the is the name of the sh- one of the ships. Where <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I think it's kind of funny <laughs> because this is back during the uh, British Empire when their uh, hubris got them all killed. <laughs> and in brief, what the story is about: uh, the British wanted to uh, find passage through the North Pole, so they sent uh, two of their ships to explore it to see if they could get passage through the North Pole. What they didn't consider is. It gets really cold up there. <laughs> and uh, it's not the only uh, expedition that they sent. They sent more all the way up to the last century. This takes place in like 1847. And the ships are going through the ice and they get stuck. And the captain of the ship says, uh, Well, we'll wait until summer. And after that, uh, the, the sun will come out and flowers will bloom. <laughs> So they sat there and waited for the ice to thaw. Yeah. Uh, well, it didn't work out that way. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers on it. However, I will say, if you haven't caught it yet, it's a 10-part miniseries. And uh, it's doing really well, so it might become a regular series on there. I don't know. It's very. Uh, I like it because it's expensive. It's well-written and well-acted. But it, my, my advice would be to wait until it goes on Netflix and you can binge it. All at once, because actually, it's it's a movie. It could have been a movie, you know, with the editing here and there, rather than ten hours long. But it's basically just one story, one arc from beginning to end. But there's ten episodes, so uh, it's a binge-worthy thing. Just keep that on your uh, binge list. The Terror, uh, very good show. I'm enjoying it thoroughly, and there's only like two episodes left. That's why I say wait till it hits uh, one of the. Uh, video services or something and and amc might rerun it i don't know kind of like uh the series they had on uh, it was three seasons long but it was called turn about the revolutionary war uh and uh, and that was excellent as well uh but that ended it was like a really 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 long movie that lasted three seasons (laughs) but i'll get some more on scooter libby 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 and his yellow cake and his betty crocker yellow cake uh next time i do the show but yeah, leave it to uh, President Syphilis to uh, pardon him again. He, well, he wasn't. It was uh, the sentence was commuted, but now he's got got a full pardon. At any rate, if I, as I've said uh, throughout the course of this program, uh, if you have any requests uh, for uh, any of my comedy bits, I'm happy to play them if if I can locate them. Not a problem. Uh, you can reach me uh, through thebritsummershow.com. Uh, friend me on Facebook, Boca Brittany Summers. And it turns out that my stormy bit uh, is a kind of a hit. 
First time I've done it on my own without the help of being on the Neil Rogers show. Uh, that's uh, kind of fascinating. Uh, usually, uh, Neil would uh, showcase my material and it would take off from there, but uh, the first time I actually launched a, a an original bit on my show. I mean, I've done some uh, audio uh, twisting around like the, uh, the snake bit, which I'll play next week. But I, I'm appreciative that uh, people are still interested in that stuff. So, and, and, and another thing, one quick thing. I can't help but notice that if this was, uh, if let's say if Neil was still on the air, he wouldn't be on the air these days. People are so, it's amazing how sensitive they are. Hypersensitive. Of course, there, there's always the Trump fatigue. That I understand. That's, I got it too. But uh the humor is gone. You can't poke fun at anybody. You can't do parodies. Uh, uh, and I, and I, oh, Stephanie Miller. Oh, God. With that Rocky Mountain mic. Mr. Safety. With play, singing on top of a karaoke song. So, uh, not even that. He sings over the sings. It's ridiculous. It's like he plays 45s and sings over them. Well, in that case, it might be funny, but his material is not. He's, he's too safe. Too safe, Mike. And what I mean by that is, well, that's just not funny. It's boring. I'm really writing her off of any of my listening menus because uh, Bernie Sanders is a fake Democrat. <laughs> I can't, I can't take it no more. I, I just enough. If it was up to Stephanie Miller, they'd run Hillary in 2020, 2036, 2086. Uh, they'd bring her corpse back to life. Uh, there's no other candidate that could ever top Hillary Clinton, who, throughout her senatorial career in New York, d- did everything she could to fight against the gay community. Yeah, that's the sexy liberals, uh, uh, the Stephanie Miller, sexy liberals who, who uh, support a woman who hates gay people. Oh, she's evolving. She's evolving. How about supporting someone to vote for that doesn't have to? Goodbye, Scooter Libby, 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 Libby. You out at secret agents in the field and got them killed. Like Dick Cheney or a treasonous ghoul. Can't pick your boyfriends in the tombs. Looks like it's time for flipping. I'd like to ask working under Dick from your vantage point. Does Cheney have a mole on his ass? Here we go again, I level neocon men Always wind up in the pen We'll never know how many agents died Cause of your big mouth! With Luck, Novak and Rowe We'll join you soon when you see your cellmate Cheney, you can ask him why his name rhymes with Agnew. Good time on your radio with the Fred Summers Show. Freedom of speech at your request. You were the porno sex videos spreading your lips and your legs along comes an orange colored lame dumbass clown that somehow becomes president one day 
That's when you got paid Oh, Stormy Oh, Stormy Ding, that, that trumpet Donald MacDonald on the smorgasbord Between your knees Do Three FM fourteen seventy WWNN. How come you're always talking to Democrats down? You're a Democrat. That's not the point. You know, yeah, I don't have blinders on. I do my homework. I I, I look into all of the candidates. I I look at who who contributed to their campaigns. I look at the corporation money that they get. If they get some, there's some that aren't getting any corporation money. This Ryan Torrance, he's not getting any, uh, and neither is uh, our future ad commissioner, our David Walker. They're not taking corporate money so it's easy enough to look up it's easy enough to find as long as uh ajit pai uh continues to let us do so oh and he's in trouble too now isn't that great that's the good news oh the woman he appointed uh was arrested for fraud something about optic fiber fraud uh she was supposed to be a consultant on what and how to i guess how to uh manipulate the web in such a way that uh, verizon at&t and comcast uh, each get their share of ripping us off. He's currently under investigation. So, uh, I am very sorry, Ajit Pai. But he's still in power, so thanks uh, to uh, Donnie Dumbass for putting him in there. So, when I say look people up or, or do your research, you might as well do it as fast as you can, because uh, any day now, you're going to wonder, why is it slow? Or you're going to wonder, how come I can't access Google, or I can't access or whatever it is? And then you call your uh, provider and they say, well, that's because you're not part of this this plan, A plan, B plan, C plan. And if you want to be, go back online, you got to pay us this much and that much. That's what Internet, that's why people don't understand. <laughs> Never mind that they could kill my show off. They could just block it so you can't hear it anymore. I mean, that's easy enough to do. What I don't understand is why, like uh, Netflix, uh, they built their billion, billion dollar fortune on, on net neutrality itself. Net neutrality's gone, so uh, now what? Netflix, they can raise their price, but what good is it if you can't access Netflix? I don't know. There's got to be some lawsuits going on that I'm not aware of. That That's uh, the reason. It was supposed to take place this month, so uh, I'm a little nervous, but it hasn't happened yet. Anyway, getting back to candidates, wherever you live, uh, whoever it is, OpenSecrets.org, and uh, if you want to see who's given money to the mayor of Miami Beach, Comrade Philip Levine, 
It is the uh, Blavatnik family from Russia who will tell you, oh, I am an American citizen. Yeah, and if you believe that, <laughs> and it, it, the pushback that I'm getting about the, my ranting about the Russians uh, infiltrating, and uh, I guess their uh, goal is to uh, eventually uh, bag the rest of the state. Um, I'm finding out that a lot of people really don't care. It's not an issue to them. This is something that, uh, well, I got to hand it to the PR firm that goes by the name of Burson Marsteller. And they have locations across the country, but primarily one in Miami. And uh, they're the uh, PR firm that's hired by uh, the state of Russia to make them look friendly and nice and everything. You see, you, see, you don't need spy versus spy. You don't need James Bond. You don't need uh, weapons parades in the streets, which Russia hasn't had in a long time. <laughs> Remember the May Day parades? You know why they don't have those anymore? Because uh, they don't need to. Why go through the expense? When Americans are so willingly manipulated, they want to be manipulated by the Russians. They love it. And uh, they think that although they're a foreign power enemy of our country and have been for 70 years or since the end of World War II, uh, suddenly they're our pals because Russia learned how to manipulate minds. And the best way to do that is hire a PR firm. Didn't work out so well for Caitlyn Jenner. That's what that was all about. But it did work out for the Saudis, who, after 9-11, hired uh, the Rendon Group, which was Bush's uh, PR firm. And uh, since then, uh, I haven't heard any outrage about Saudi Arabia, who still is the biggest sponsor of terrorism and ISIS throughout the globe. But they're our friends. Yeah, everything is fine. Uh, Don't look here. Don't look there. Uh, same thing for the Russians. So the Russians figure, I guess they learned from Saudi strategy how this works. And uh, you want full acceptance by, by willing dupes in uh, this country? Just hire a PR firm and uh, buy some uh, citizenships like this uh, Lenny Blavatnik, who used to go by the name of Leonov. Now he's Lenny because he bought a, a citizenship here. He bought one in, uh, he's one of the richest Russian oligarchs in the world. And he bought a citizenship in England as well. Well, let me tell you something, children. You don't become a billionaire oligarch without being very close to Vladimir Putin. And now it's getting to such a point where I'm seeing arguments on Facebook. where really, because we don't have any information or any kind of talk radio down here, uh, that's the only time I see uh, public discourse, and it's turning <laughs> to the uh, Russian side. Well, Russians restore law and order. Yeah, by opening uh, anti-gay camps and locking up a movie theater with uh, people inside and uh, giving them the gas. That's restoring law and order. That's how they do it over there. So we don't hear about that, though, because they have a PR firm in place. To run interference for these uh, for those types of uh, negative stories, and they picked Florida because the, we have a population down here of the most willing dupes. The dumb Florida is the easiest pushover state in the country. There's a lot of reasons they would like to launder their flight capital in Florida, but it's not a big story. Not not so much because it is a story, but because people don't want to hear that. The Russians are our friends, and we got this goddamn Philip Levine down there, who is uh, running for governor, 
who is in, not in the pocket. He's a wealthy guy. Of course, that's the other argument. He doesn't need the money, so why are they shoveling money into his pack? Why are they sending money to Philip Levine? Why? So that eventually he can do what he did for them in Miami Beach, in uh, Sunny Isles, and that is to aggregate real estate for them to launder their flight capital. I know someone who lived in one of the Russian-owned condominiums, and uh, fortunately for him, he got out. Whether or not he gets his security back is questionable. I doubt it because uh, <laughs> it's Russian-owned. Uh, they don't follow through in protocol. They're the law and order state, as that guy said. <laughs> uh, here's how it works. And it all started in 2007 when, uh, as part of a kind of a trade out between Trump and Vlad and Russian state owned banks and uh, Deutsche Bank, because uh, Trump went broke in 2007 and he needed money. And American banks, and this is a long established fact, American banks refused to give Don Trump any money because he pissed it away. But, oh, maybe there's a tape of that. Uh, <laughs> Case in point, and I'm not going to uh, mention where I got this from, but uh, the Taj Mahal in, uh, in Atlantic City, uh, the casino there, in bankruptcy, it was bankrupt before it even opened until his father stepped in. Now, I think his father died, Fred Trump, died in 95, and it was Fred who floated that casino to keep it, <laughs> keep it in the black, and uh, Trump didn't. There's a video of Trump back then when he had the casino and everything, and he's, and he's wandering around his office, and uh, whoever he's talking to, he says, I got nothing to do. I got nothing to do. He's got nothing to do because the, the primary reason he opened that casino in Atlantic City, well, again, was for his Russian friends to launder their money and use it as a, a whorehouse. It was Don's whorehouse. All he had going in there, were li he was limoing in, uh, hookers from the tri-state area, taking good care of them, and well, they were hookers. And uh, that's all he did there. He got laid. That was it. And that's why his father, Freddie, had to come and bail him out constantly. And then when his father died, why, it wasn't long after that where he had to shut the place down. Uh, after uh, bankruptcy, after bankruptcy, after bankruptcy. So what I'm getting to is that uh, he needed money and he couldn't get it from anybody else but Russia, starting with properties he owned in Miami Beach, luxury condos. Uh, that was a, I don't know if he, he sold it to him or he traded it out. I, that part of the, the uh, transaction, I don't know. Uh, but the, but the, that's what happened. And then they became, all the Trump uh, condos in Miami Beach became Russian owned. In addition to that, they, they bought uh, other uh, luxury condos along the beachfront area and uh, nobody, here's the thing nobody knows. Nobody lives there. They, they have uh, Russian people going in and out of the rooms, maybe staying in a couple of days, a week or two, and then they're gone. It's uh, transient or uh, engaging in any kind of uh, uh, criminal activity that, uh, who cares, they're leaving anyway. And, of course, they all got uh, the, the most expensive cars, and they can't drive worth a crap. And anybody who's driven in Miami lately knows that's, uh, that's the truth. So, what am I talking about? <sighs> this is what I get from the right-wingers and Democrats. Leave the Russians alone. Leave them alone. Why? Lenny Blavatnik, why, he's a good citizen. He's a good man. He's a philanthropist. Boy, you talk about... You have to keep in mind that PR companies are in close consultation with these people. That's why they hire them. 
Okay, so here's what you do. You be a philanthropist, uh, you spread your money around, uh, you be an all-around good guy, and uh, no one's going to question it or raise an eyebrow. Well, I have raised a uh, finely shaped eyebrow, and uh, nobody cares. This is what I'm discovering about not just uh, this area, but the whole rest of the country. Nobody cares. So I'm, I'm talking Brooklyn. They pretty much took that over. Uh, so uh, the Russians are here. Eh, but they're not bothering you. No, they're not bothering me as long as they stay out of our government. And they haven't. Now, have they? This is what my Democratic friends intentionally forget. There's a Russian investigation going on with Bob Mueller. I hate to remind them. What, why did they do that? Why did they hack our election? I mean, obviously, they wanted Trump in there. But why did they do that? They primarily wanted to know if they could. And they can. And they will. Because nothing's being done about it. And nobody, there's no movement, uh, there's nobody advocating anything to be done about it because nobody really gives a crap. So the Russians are here. I'm the only one, I'm the only one complaining about it. I'm the only one bringing it up. Even my podcast colleagues are like uh, sidestepping this. I don't understand why. It's a... It's a foreign enemy of this country. And with all the talk about Bob Mueller and everybody who's doing a podcast that's talking about the Bob Mueller investigation about Russia infiltrating our electoral process, then why? Why kick this to the curb? I don't know. Are you looking for a form of transportation that's cheap and reliable and won't rat you out to a federal grand jury? Then you want the Scooter Libby Scooter. The Scooter Libby Scooter may be a little slimy, but it can carry the weight of an entire administration and never complain. And you'll love the customized horn on the Scooter Libby Scooter. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Cheney. Whatever you say, Mr. Cheney. Well, I uh, kind of knew she worked for the CIA, then I just sort of forgot about it, and then I kind of uh, remembered again. Ah, uh, Mr. Cheney, may I massage your blood-clotted leg? The Scooter Libby Scooter, officially pardoned, uh, endorsed by President Bush. Libby, uh, uh, who's that? Did, did he work here? <laughs> Never met him. <laughs> Warning, taking the Scooter Libby Scooter to prison may result in being rear-ended. Ow! Oh, make it stop, Mr. Cheney, make it stop! You have been listening to the uh, broadcast podcast of the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFlowRadio.com, Tuner, Stitcher, and Patreon. And thank you, thank you, everybody, for, oh, I sounded like Caesar's, uh, Little Caesar's Pizza. Thank you, thank you for all of the <laughs> kind contributions to the show. I uh, may not be back next week. I don't know. That depends on how the construction uh, goes. We finally got the crew. Those who have been following the show, it's been on again, off again. Uh, so hopefully the, the work will get done. I doubt it'll get done by next week. But as uh, soon as it is and I set the studio back up, see, i got to tear it down to have all this done. Uh, I'll be back on the air uh, with you again. But for now, that's the way I see the world from here. Until the next time, this is Brittany Summer saying, uh, the truth. This is CNN Breaking News. The former CIA operative outed by the Bush administration is speaking her mind. You son of a bitch! Claim was outed as a spy in 2003. You're a friggin' idiot! CNN Breaking News.